0: Hi, guys, welcome back. I'm Brianna. I'm Aharo. And I'm Demaya. And this is She Thinks She Knows podcast.
1: So, today, guys, we are here to record our last episode of season four. It's finally over, and we thought it would be interesting, or we thought it would be a great opportunity to do a reflection. This is not going to be the same reflection we do every season, though. This is going to be different in many ways, and we have a new segment that we're doing at the end of our show, so stay tuned for that. But to (laughs) dive into our first question, I thought it would be fitting to talk about content creation, and I'm not even going to define it. I'm going to let you guys define it, and just kind of explain to our audience what has been the journey for us with content creation. How do you guys feel about it? How has your feelings changed? And like, where do you think we're going to go from here? And I'm going to start with Damaya because if you guys don't know, I think, well, we all think she's been the one who kind of pushed the concept of content creation like further into our heads and kind of introduced it more besides just releasing episodes every week and stuff like
2: that. So what do you think, Tamaya? To be honest, I don't even know if I have a concrete definition for content creation. Um, because I feel like when you first hear that word, you think of YouTuber. Like, you know what I mean? You think of blogger. Influencer. You think of influencer. And it takes a while and it takes hard work and learning to get to influencer status. Um and believe me, people, we're getting there. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I think that it takes uh, a lot of learning curves. Um, and over the last couple of months, we've definitely had some. I mean, a lot, to be exact. Um, I think that since season three, we've evolved so much in so many ways. And you can go on our Instagram, for example, and just look at the ways in which we've evolved. Um But I also think that when I think of content creation, my mind automatically goes to Instagram. And I think that's just because I'm specifically, Instagram is my app. Like there's YouTube content creation. There's actually our podcast on all these um, platforms. And a couple of years ago when we first started, I had no idea we were content creators. Um, but now that this term gets popularized and, you know, normal people are becoming influencers and really monetizing off of the content they're creating, I think it's more fitting for us. And I hope and I know that, you know, we're just going to continue to evolve. Content creation for me, I, I would honestly
0: say I'm not a fan I started to get into making reels and things like that, the fun part of it. But once I realized there's a science behind it, and when you put something out that you're really confident about and you just put it out at the wrong time, those things, those little bumps, sort of deter me from trying to learn more about it because I was never really a social media person. And so, and again, that kind of, goes to the whole idea of content creation. When I think of content creation, I just think social media. I don't think, okay, how are we pitching our episodes? How do the titles and the descriptions, you know, impact or grab someone's attention? I don't really think about those things, which are very important in that realm of content creation. Uh, And so I think that, honestly, my journey with it has, a lot of the times it's been just hearing feedback from Demaya or Maharo and just running with it. (laughs) <laughs> so that I don't have to figure it out myself because I just feel like I could be used somewhere else. Um, <laughs> but I do have a bigger appreciation for it because I have seen how it's brought our podcast to a new level. And even on my own page, I I just take whatever's on our podcast page and I just spread it more because I know that this is good. We put time into this, to this post, we put time into this caption. So I'm going to try to get it into as many faces as possible. Uh, but yeah, my journey with it has just been a roller
1: coaster, I guess, you know. <laughs> as usual, I don't know if you guys know, but I'm always somewhere in the middle of, <laughs> I feel like Demi and Brianna always have different opinions and I always find myself in the middle. But I think I wasn't that interested in the idea of content creating in terms of let's record this reel or let's make this video, that video it on Instagram. It just kind of seemed like a drag to me at first, <laughs> honestly. But I think I did get more into it. I think when you have a creative mind or you like applying your creativity places, that's when things become interesting. So like graphics for Instagram or there was one reel I made that we were just watching before we sat down to record. And I really like making that. I think TikTok kind of introduced me to making videos that are actually, like, I wouldn't even say art, but, you know, A like... we mini production. <laughs> exactly, like producing your own videos, and that's just, like, editing sounds. Like, you know, it's not anything crazy, but I think that kind of made me more interested in the content and being, like, I want to be able to impact the way our page looks or, like, our platform looks to others, so I want to take more role and responsibility in that. But other than that, I feel like, we have grown a lot just from, honestly, I feel like this past summer, like, we didn't really have much content. And looking back into the past, however many months it's been since the summer, we have grown a lot. Like, we're putting ourselves in the modern, like, you know, like, we have reels now. I mean, reels weren't really a thing in the summer, I don't think, but. I were just starting up, yeah they were bec- they were popular in this summer.
2: I, I think. think 2021 is like when reels began to take off. I
1: think yeah, like we're now jumping on the bandwagon and we're like actually up to date and so it can only go, go further from there, I think. When it comes to content creation, I feel like it would be nice if our other pages would grow too, like we have a Facebook and we have, you know, besides Instagram, we have a Twitter. And that's (laughs) that's honestly it's really a dead platform for us, but
2: Yeah. I made that Twitter account, but if you guys don't know, now you know I hate Twitter. I deleted the app. Like that's (laughs) such a strong I thought Mahara would honestly take over the Twitter account because
1: you would think so, but I feel like Twitter for me is just something that I go on and it's not like it's hard for me to imagine our platform
2: I don't know but I've seen
1: a lot Mm -hmm. of platforms from people who aren't big names, like local or like just black people who have their own accounts and they're growing, but they're also personally attached to the page so you can see their personality and not Mm -hmm. just the brand. But I think that's something that we can definitely like overtake, take, you know.
2: Yeah, and one of the things I honestly can't wait for the day for, um, because content creation, I understand why people monetize off of it. I understand why they can make, exclusive living off of it because it's a full-time job whether you're putting a story up whether you're editing a vlog whether, whether you're editing a podcast like creating a flyer it's a full-time job and I love it but unless this can be the full-time job I can't wait to, di- to the day we can just pay somebody to say here do <laughs> this and you know give us a few drafts. We'll tell you what we think about it. Um, because sometimes because life happens and you know, we, I have other things going on. I fall short on, on the bandwagon of the content creation. And it frustrates me so bad because I'm like, I really like doing this and there's many ways we can grow. There's things that I've learned, Mm -hmm. but it's sometimes hard to implement when I don't have all the time to sit down and really flush it out. Mm-hmm. So and that's one of the things I really hope hope will happen soon. And something <laughs> I just thought of was how that
1: can kind of take away the pleasure side of you participating in the social media and, like, being on Instagram, posting, and then thinking, like, oh, I haven't posted the podcast. Or, like, just for me in general, it's kind of Instagram sometimes is not my favorite app. Like, I don't really go on Instagram every single day. But sometimes the podcast is what makes me go on. So I think that's kind of a flip side. But I can see how somebody like Demaya, who handles most of the content or has been handling most of the content on Instagram, can kind of be like, I don't really, you know, I'll be I'm like, on here every day for the
2: podcast. So. <laughs> I'll be like to them, you guys, go like and go put the thing on your story. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm like, I don't even, what thing? Like you
1: posted today? Like it's just kind of, it's it can be difficult. Yeah. Especially the three of us, I think being co-creators, or maintaining one account, Mm -hmm. I think that's another challenge, but...
0: yeah, I also feel like to that, because content creation is such a huge... Like, that's such a general term, and it can fit under so many categories, that when we think of, like, okay, if I'm not doing this, like, I can't wait for someone to do that, and sometimes for me, I always think of, okay, well then, what am I gonna do if I give this job to someone, and I give that job to someone? But... I don't realize that we're just at the beginning of this whole entire process and there's so many other things that could be done that something like content creation that you could give to someone who genuinely has like a desire for it, if you hand that over, that doesn't necessarily mean you don't really have something to do because there's so <laughs> many other things you could be doing. And I think that's honestly why I pass it off to you guys because once I realize, okay, I'm trying to be a part of every single part of this and there's so much other things that can get done, so maybe if we just start, like delegating, okay, this is what you're good at, you know, it it won't take as much time for you to figure this out. I'll I'll hand that over to you, like because I know that I can be doing this. Like for example, Demai handles all the social media. Well, not all the social, she pretty much handles all the social media, and I'm more focused in just the videos. Like okay, I'll edit the video, make sure it gets on YouTube. I'll focus on graphics for the YouTube page, you know, like there's ways to split it up, and so I think that. Something that I'm looking forward to with the content creation is that we do find someone who has a desire for it when things start to get hectic for us. Because I think as we implement more events and things like that, the content, even just like the vlogging of it, will become like a second thought. And so I'm hoping that in the future we can actually find someone who would be willing to come along with us and say, okay, I can do this for you. And then, you know, we can focus on the bigger things.
1: Okay, so moving on, but still kind of staying on the topic of our platform, how do you guys see us growing outside of what we've already established and kind of growing more into what we are envisioning? And also, what have been some kind of the growing pains of trying to build this brand and trying to create more from what we had originally imagined our podcast being? Anyone
2: want to take that? Because I already got—I already have an answer. <laughs> you so know. So then you take. Wait, you already have an answer. So then you take it. I was—I I was gonna say, like the people closest to you—that's <laughs> the biggest <laughs> challenge. This is a growing um, pain. The people. Closest this is a to growing you. pain. Yes, because I feel like the people closest to you—they see what you're doing because they have no choice but to <laughs> see, <laughs> right. see it but to actually take the extra mile to like it Mm. to go to the different platform and subscribe, to leave a review, to do these things that actually matter (laughs) than to just know, okay, like my cousin, my, my family member, they're doing good things with their podcast, but to actually show that understanding on the platforms. I think that has been the biggest growing pain. Um, But on the flip side of that, I've also realized that what we need to do, and I I, I guess I've learned this in business or, or in marketing just in general, it's that idea that your customer is your biggest advertisement. So I put a post on my story yesterday, a poll, and the question was, are you a She Thinks Pod stan yet? And the two options were like, yes, love the content. And then the other option was, no, but I'm about to be or something. And my mom called me. She was like, I think you made a mistake. I'm like, what? She's like, you I, you said stan? I think you were trying to say fan? I'm like, no, <laughs> I meant stan. Um, and I'm like, you know, she's like, well, what is that? And I was explaining to her what a stan is. And I think that by just, I've been trying to put those, that kind of energy out, like you guys don't know, but we're on the come up type of thing, because I feel like that's gonna get people interested in, okay, well, what are they doing? Um, And I think that at the end of the day, when someone organically mentions you, in a room that you're not in. I think that's how you grow your platform the most. So for us, it's definitely about, you know, getting out into the community and just really in person engagements and really, you know, building a brand for ourselves outside of just social media. Because I think that people have a universal understanding now that you can look one way on social media, but in real life you can be totally different. And I think that making those really come together, which I think we mostly do a good job at, um, I think that is the thing that I'm trying to focus on, and I think that I have a lot of faith that we can do.
0: I agree. I definitely think the biggest part of growing a platform is growing your own circle and your own network because you represent your brand and so if you're someone who wants to be in the dark all the time you don't want anyone knowing anything about you they're not going to know what you do and so I definitely the growing pains with that though is that you have to step out of your comfort zone a lot especially when you had no intentions of being in people's face all the time and for me that was one of my biggest I guess struggles with building the brand was that in my head I had all these ideas like yes we could do this and we could do that and normally well I used to think that I was pretty good at making connections but once I realized no every person you talk to is someone who you can potentially introduce your work to I started to realize that there were so many conversations I would have and the podcast would never pop up because I just wouldn't Introduce it in that way. I wouldn't put myself in a position where it's like, oh, this person I'm gonna talk to, I'm gonna let them know about what I do, because who never know, like who knows down the line, they can mention it to someone else, or they would probably be interested in podcasts, and boom, we have a listener. And so I think that lately, with with me trying to bring that up more, it's becoming more of a challenge because I'm like, okay, how do I throw that into a conversation? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, by the way, I have a podcast. And I think that the easiest way that I've been able to do that is, um, well. I feel like I say if you guys don't know all the time, which is obviously <laughs> making me feel like what I'm saying is is true. Like I don't let people know enough about me, um, individually or with the podcast with the podcast. Mm-hmm. But I work with um, at the Garden of Eden, and so many people come in that place all the time. And I practice like, okay, these are going to be the people that I introduce myself to, introduce my podcast with. Somehow I'm going to bring it up in the conversation. And so when they come in and I'm like, oh, you know, this is your first time in Springfield though. By the way, (laughs) we're having this going on here on Saturdays. Yeah, my podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah, I have a podcast. Like, you know, I try to bring it up as much as I can to just get myself used to the idea of like when you're building a brand, you're building yourself too. Like you are your own brand and your podcast is your brand. So if you want it to get big, you have to get big. And so, um, but I think it's fun because the way that I've envisioned it before, like a few months ago, I, I still didn't even see it as big as I see it now. And I think I'm excited to explore the different avenues that we can go with this podcast. And it makes me feel motivated because I don't have a limit anymore. And I think that it was hard to really get through all of these little nitty gritty, tedious activities when I didn't see like the, the path. Picture. Yeah, like I didn't see a bigger picture. I just seen. Well, we're just doing episodes like a podcast. You just talk, and the logo is what represents you. Mm-hmm. But now it's like, no, we can make this podcast. This we can put on events. We can go here. We can meet people and partner and collab and videos, like stuff like that. Then it's like, okay, I can I can do this. Like I want to build this brand out, and I even want to put myself out there a little bit more so people genuinely get to know me because it's again, it's easy to just. See a social media page and be like, "Oh, these girls are great! Like they do this and do that." And then have no idea the kind of people we actually are. And mm. I think that when you meet someone and they're just like, "I seen you guys's page and I love you girls," and da da and it just—it's not like it seems fake to me, but it makes me want to tell them a little more about myself. Where it's like, "Okay, well do you, do you know about why we started? And do you know like the kind of people we are and why we ended up here?" And mm-hmm. so, yeah, I guess it's just a one big learning experience.
1: I agree. I think we also all agree that trying to grow our audience has been a pain. Well, not even a pain. I would say just a challenge. I an think uphill
2: battle. <laughs>
1: we all became aware of our audience. I think, I don't know if, well, you guys do probably know if you're following us, there's a good chance that we had DM'd you like a year <laughs> ago because we were on a mass encouraging people to follow us like we were sharing we were on campus at the time I think and so we were like sharing with everybody we knew like that we've ever met on campus in our community and after that I think we were just kind of amazed by our growth and we were like stagnant for I would even say almost a good year in terms of oh let's grow our audience I feel like we had a goal we hit our goal more than that more than a year probably right because then yeah yeah We had a goal of followers, X amount of followers, and then we'll be good. We hit the followers, and then after that, we were just kind of like, we never talked about it again. And it's not like we had a crazy decrease in followers, but I think our overall engagement went down, and then when we started coming back after our hiatus, is that how you say it? (laughs) Hiatus. Hiatus. After our hiatus, when we came back, we kind of noticed, like... Where are, like, we see our followers, but where's the engagement? Where's the likes? Like, we were, I was frustrated. We were, I think we were all frustrated, and I just don't think we knew what to do in terms of getting followers up. And since then, we've had solutions and stuff like that, but we're still kind of trying to make that one of our top priority, like getting more audience, getting more engagement, having our podcast seem like there's more audience, getting more feedback, because then we're not just putting on a show for other people. We're kind of, you know, speaking to people and people are speaking to us. And so, yeah, that's still a challenge. I'm not even, you know, I'm not going to say it's not. (laughs) I would say going back to what Demaya was saying about, what you were saying about family, I think that is something I can be frustrated by, but I understand that it can be hard for somebody else that's close to you to see, like, how important something is you're doing from the outside, especially if they don't understand like why it's important to you and I'm not really the type like I don't know if you guys I'm not really the type to sit and explain like
2: (laughs) mom dad like
1: this like this (laughs) podcast is my life like I'm just not like that but I think it takes time and like once they see how dedicated you are to it I feel like they're gonna want to support you more it's not a matter of not wanting to support you I think it's just like not really knowing like okay what's the big deal like you know and so I think that's something that I'm less frustrated with now I've come more to peace with, and I'm like, okay, like the support is gonna come from my family. I'm just worried about our audience who don't know us and who, you know, we can introduce ourselves to. And so I think that's something I really want to work on moving forward. But
2: and um, just to end on that point, I just think that it goes to show that everything happens like with divine timing, if if that's the word that I would use for that. Because when we first started years ago. I always knew because I would always watch podcasts on YouTube and stuff, and I know a podcast just doesn't have to be the audio these days. And so I yeah. remember when we used to be at the UMass Center, I was like to them, like, we need to set up a video. Oh yeah, <laughs> and we need to record. We need a YouTube channel. All this stuff. And Brianna was like, Demaya, I don't want to be seen. Blah blah blah. And all right. <laughs> did she not? <laughs> I just
0: said.
1: But that's basically what she meant when she said it.
0: I was really I was really saying I'm not I'm not someone who even puts myself out there so I don't know if I would really be comfortable just doing that here. But I wasn't saying no.
2: Well guys never guys.
0: I was really saying I need time to get comfortable with the idea of my face always being put up in front of things in general because I wasn't a, a social media user that heavy heavy. And I honestly didn't really like people in my business in general, but never said I wasn't open to the idea. I just needed time
2: for it. Well, guys, she's telling me that now. She's telling us that way now. But when we sometimes were, the words just don't come out right the first time. When we were in that room, it was like I do not want to be on video. I don't want to be seen. And once and again, sorry to cut you off. I was in
1: the middle. <laughs> I, had, I think I was. I could see Demaya's vision in terms of okay, yeah, it would be good to get ourselves out there more, and I feel like people would be more interested in seeing that. But I was also had so many doubts in terms of I feel like we're barely together as it is. Like at that point, I feel like we were just scraping up the ideas of what a podcast or what our podcast could look like. And so I was like, how would that, I was like, YouTube is too much. Like we don't even, you know, we don't even know what anchor, like, you know? <laughs> and so I think yeah. not to like derail what you were going to say, but I think it happened, when it, divined, it happened when it was supposed to happen in terms of us getting our faces out there. I think we would have been balancing too much if we had started just then. I think it took like us to mature and grow our concept of like what is our podcast in order to be like okay let's make videos and let's do that.
2: Yeah, one hundred percent. So that's exactly where I was going that's with that point. <laughs> Sorry. And it's it's just an example. Like we're sitting here in a studio, professionally recording. Got dressed up to do this when I knew we had to record a video, but I had no idea the ins and outs. I didn't, we weren't we didn't even have a mic that even then. have good lighting we're the mic that, yeah the mic that so we dim. were using it was really a placebo effect because we realized it was not working it was one connected to Brianna's computer <laughs> and so I yeah. was just saying all that to say that like it's just work and I think that everything, once again, on social media, it looks like it's so immediate and that it happens so fast. But these people that are actually influencers and content creators, they've been working at it for a long, long time. And so when I feel discouraged about, <laughs> about our engagement or if I feel discouraged about a turnout or whatever, I just always replay in my mind. We're really going at a great pace. We've really grown so much and it's hard work and it takes time. Um, so that's what I wanted to say about that.
1: I think that's a very good point. I didn't even realize that we had come to kind of the closing of this one-on-one talking before we move into the special segment I mentioned earlier, (laughs) (laughs) Um, but the question I have for you guys, the last one I have is what, with the New Year approaching, quickly approaching, what are some New Year's resolutions you have as, you know, owners of this podcast and just in your personal lives as well? I think
0: for the new year, not I think, for the new year, my biggest goal or my biggest concern is just building my mental and physical health and appreciating the journey of that because the last, I'm not even going to say last two years. Every time I try to start um, this journey of like, you're going to get yourself in a groove and you're going to have a routine and you're going to, care about your health it starts really good and then it just plateaus and then the effects start coming in of my lack of motivating myself and then I'm just stuck with going back and redoing it and redoing it and I start getting frustrated and I think I've reached a point where I can't really ignore the effects of not taking care of yourself and so I really set myself up good this time (laughs) and got myself the things that I needed. If you guys actually listened to our full transparency video in the beginning of our season, we're going to, we're right, we're yeah. going to recap. So in the beginning, I talked about I'm going to get myself a therapist so I can have someone to talk to. I'm going to really work on driving and all those things that I just put off. And here we are, and I have worked on those things. And though that episode was the first episode of our season, it was only in like July or August that we were talking about that. So I definitely
1: couple, Yeah, it was a couple. Yeah, it wasn't ago.
0: that far. And so I definitely feel like that I've already come a long way. And so I'm really just focusing on that. That's my biggest thing right now. And then I would say for my second goal would just be enjoying life a little bit more and not letting the little barriers that come at you when you're in these journeys stop me from enjoying life in general cuz it's all about the journey as they say. And I just definitely am
1: a results person. I agree with you on that where it's podcast related, I definitely want us to move into this new year with more willpower and focus, I would say, on the things we want to accomplish. And so I think kind of our motto of this season or just this past, the past six months, I should say, has been trying to get ahead of what we need to do. And so I think moving forward, I want to, you know, maintain that, keep that in, because I think that's helped us a lot with balancing our personal lives with the podcast and just having just the space to do what we want with our platform. And so that's definitely, yeah, that's what I want for us coming in the next couple of months. And personally, I think, I've talked about this with my friends, with, you know, you guys. <laughs> with, my um, <laughs> with my friends. With my friends. Like my friends. <laughs> with you two. Right. Um, just creating more as an artist, trying to make myself into Mm. the definition of an artist, I think that's a mental battle. um, And creating more things that I want to create. And this is kind of a, mm, I'm not actually going to... Do it. Do it. I'm not going to say anything (laughs) concrete yet. But (laughs) just so you guys know, I do have some things I want to release and publish and, you know, put out there. And so working on that, I want to kind of, yeah, put that out there more, define myself in that way. And I think where you say enjoy life more, I want to embrace changes of life that may not be so positive at first or just seem so appealing. That's pretty vague, I know, but I think, you know, life at this age for me has meant a lot of changes are coming around the corner and I don't usually like change that much, so I need to learn how to embrace it.
2: Yeah, I think I resonate with that feeling. Yesterday, Brianna and I were just having a conversation about that. And because at the beginning of the season, we talked about how in our full transparency episode, we were so optimistic about taking time off of school and how school was such a burden and getting away from it, getting the burden off my shoulders. (laughs) What did I think that I was running away from that I wasn't going to have to confront when school is not here as a distraction. And so I really do agree with what you're saying on that tip because it's honestly revealed things to me that if I was still in school or if I had other distractions, I would never have to confront. I would never even think about confronting. And so when when we talk about growth and just going into the new year, I'm honestly so grateful for those things. Um, In the last few months, after that Full Transparency episode, I think maybe around my birthday, I've been trying to be very intentional about getting out of this funk, getting out of this funk that just feels so miserable to be in. And I think in many ways, with my friends and then individually as well, I've been able to work myself out of that. But there, <laughs> I do have my days. <laughs> I do have my days. Um, But for me... Kind of like Maharo said, I mean, I posted a, a post, a selfie in November, I think, and the caption was, the vibe lately, doing all I said I was going to do, and I feel like that has been like the energy that I'm carrying these days, because I'm such a scary person, mm-hmm. believe it or I mean, people probably understand that, if you know me, you know I'm a scary person, and Honestly, I think it
1: depends, not to interrupt, but I think, I don't know, I think the way you define yourself is interesting, because you wouldn't see it unless you see those moments, you know what I mean? Yeah, and I think she that good, it's very easy, hide, yeah, it's
2: very easy hiding it behind quirkiness and mm-hmm. laughing, you know, just being goofy, but the anxiety is out the roof, nine <laughs> times out of ten, and um. Like, like Brianna said, I got a therapist too. And with trying to work through these things and having someone more neutral to speak with, um, and as well as just being more confident in myself and knowing that the only thing that can happen if something good doesn't come out of it is you learn something. Um, and so I'm just trying to live my life like that in all aspects, to be honest, and just being open and tapping into my creativity and really letting that be in the forefront of my personality, um, because it's therapeutic and I really Mm. enjoy it. And this is a little secret I have that I can just say, but I created a Finsta recently. (laughs) And I know I'm like years, I'm years late (laughs) to the bandwagon. But I think I've been able to kind of tap into that creativity a little more on that page. So maybe I can bring it to my own page and my own. I, I think I'm creative in real life, but just my own personality on social media. Mm-hmm. But with that being said, for the podcast, I just really want to continue thinking that the, the There are no limits. There's no limits, and we really have access to anybody. Um, I think that with all the people we meet and all the support we get, like genuine support, it just reassures that nobody is too far-fetched. And so I just want to keep with that mentality and and just know that with us putting this work in and with that mindset, there's nowhere that we could go but up. So mm-hmm. that's my my I I don't really know if that's a goal, but that's my mantra, I guess you could say for the next coming year. I like that,
1: and I think yeah. this kind of this discussion we just had. I mean, it's kind of things I already knew about you guys, but it reinforces my belief that we should have a uh, part two transparent what do we say full transparency yeah and so we need to talk about that but you guys should look out for that 2022 full transparency part two is coming because I think there's just a lot more we can discuss in terms of where our mindsets are I think a lot of people would assume that the three of us are in the same kind of headspace at all times but we're really not and even though we do experience the same things as like 20 something year old Early 20 year old. <laughs> I wouldn't even say 20 somethings, like early 20 year olds. I think we do all have very different lives and just different things that we, it will benefit our audience and us mm-hmm. to discuss more openly. So,
0: yeah, just sitting here, I was like watching the mind and I wonder what my face really looked like, but in my head, I'm like, ah, like, you know, like, I'm like, this is why, you know, it's good to have people who are different from you because we really all have such distinct personalities. And at times like these, and even just in the the year that we've had, at least for me, I would say, I've leaned on you guys a lot. And I feel like in this moment, I'm like, oh, like this is why it's so great to have friends like this. And I can see that the energy that she has, obviously I'm an energy person. I'm an environment person. My environment really shapes my mood sometimes. And I just, I I get so grateful for these moments where I'm like, I can see that, that mindset that Demaya has, that whole, like, the sky's the limit. A lot of the times, I don't really feel that, not a lot of the times I don't feel that way, but when it's, when things are hard, that's not my mindset. And so it's always good to have that person that's like, kind of reminds you. And I definitely think I have multiple people like that in my life, so I'm grateful for them as well. But it's just when we have this dynamic where it's like, okay, when one person's down, there's to other people that can pick up the slack a little bit or when someone else is down, there's a way that we can motivate each other and that's how you keep these things going. So I just wanted to throw that out there because I didn't feel like, I feel like if I just stayed silent over here, you guys wouldn't know. (laughs) So I'm just going to communicate it now.
2: Yeah, and I mean, honestly, when I, because I feel like our connection, it's grown in ways I just never would imagine. And so every time I hear you talk, I'm just like, they said they wanna do this, they're gonna do it because they said they wanna do it, and I'm gonna stay on their you back. You guys like, don't
1: know, Demai is like, she number is the one number fan. one fan, really. Sometimes it's like, to, like, it's <laughs> like really nice, but I think for me and Brianna, we're not used to that kind of attention sometimes, sometimes we're like, all right, like, okay. Like if yeah. you tell her, I want to get into skateboarding, she'd be like, "You're gonna be the next what's his mm-hmm. name, Tony Hawk." <laughs> like she's like that, and so yeah. it can be very like, "All right," but I think it does encourage you more and put you more into like, "Okay, like I should, right?" Because mm-hmm. I can. So
0: it definitely, it definitely makes you feel like, okay, well, if someone's rooting for me, <laughs> right. might as well give it a try. You know, like you don't want to just be like, "No, it's not happening." Like you just shut it down because be quiet. they're doing all that work to really motivate you. Just like dabble in there a little bit like let me try it out whatever I mean she's saying it so (laughs) and I feel like it's it's easy um, when it's your friends because you're already comfortable with them so even if it fails, it's not like you're gonna turn around and be like you know like Mm -hmm. they're gonna be there regardless so if they're motivating you like take the chance on them because you already know that they're gonna catch you like at the end
1: and I think it changes your definition of what failure is like you know like and what success is because it's like as long as I'm putting something out there that I enjoy and people close to me enjoy. Like, you know, I'm not looking for, yeah. Yeah. Which we could apply to our podcast, to be honest. Yeah, Moving forward, I think we could be more grateful of what we have. Moving forward, New Year's Revolution, I need to go back. I need (laughs) to really go back into our old episodes and listen to them more and just learn from them. Even if it's not, even learning from what we did wrong in those episodes, I think Mm -hmm. that would be beneficial. But (laughs) moving on,
2: how we reached our segment?
1: Yeah.
2: Okay. Before we reached that segment, while Mahara was getting her ducks in a row, <laughs> I just want to shout out Slick Productions for <laughs> giving us the opportunity to record and film in this awesome studio space because if only you guys could see the <laughs> behind the scenes, I'm just amazed. Like, when mm, we talk about... Tech. Yeah, it's... when we talk about not knowing we don't know even a quarter of it. Never mind the half of it. Um, And so we want to say really thank you to Ricky and Lamar for allowing us this opportunity, and you're helping us reach the success that we are soon. Well, no, we just talked about success. You're helping us reach new levels and new heights. So thank you for that. So,
0: when you guys see those bomb YouTube videos coming out, when you subscribe, (laughs) just know, you'll know who they're from. So, yeah.
1: So, our very special segment today is our Q&A. So, I don't know if you guys know this. Well, you probably do by this point, but... We've definitely been pushing more audience feedback. We want to hear from you guys, and you guys did deliver. We (laughs) selected some questions today, or I selected some questions. I don't know if you guys have seen all these questions yet, Um, but because I'm the moderator today, I'm going (laughs) to ask some questions that our audience have posed to us, and we're going to see what we say. So the first question is kind of going back into what I was just saying about listening to old episodes. What topic do you guys think you would want to revisit now that you're more grown, mature, and kind of talk about in depth in the
2: next season? <laughs> I feel like there's so many. How could I do <laughs> one? <laughs> uh, um,
0: I think for me, the episode, yeah, the episode would be the new semester, new me, because college, I see it, seen it as a safety net. And I really seen it as a safety net once I left (laughs) because I was thrown into a whirlwind. (laughs) And it literally made me think, like, while I'm in this time now, I'm going to state I do not regret taking time off of school. I would never regret taking time off of school because it was perfect timing. And everything that happened after me taking time off of school would have been way worse if I was trying to juggle that. And so um, for people who... And this is what I would honestly say. For people who feel like school is a lot and feel pressured to continue, even if it just doesn't feel right, I would definitely encourage people to take more time to weigh their options. Um, and I think in our new Semester New Me episode, I wasn't really looking at college as something that I would need a break from. And I wasn't weighing the effects that it was having on me heavily enough. And once I got to the point where I really couldn't ignore it, I started to see how detrimental it could be when you push yourself into one track in life. Uh and so I definitely think that I would have wanted to explore that kind of thinking or I wish I had that knowledge when we s- recorded that episode because in that episode I was so optimistic about one way that my life was going to go and I wasn't even I didn't even have the thought of life having so many changes hitting me at once. So um I definitely think that going through life now and being hit with a few obstacles, I would definitely want to give people more advice on um, being serious about how they feel and not brushing it off so easily because they have this, I don't know what kind of optimistic view of life that just can seem unrealistic. I don't want to sound like a Debbie Downer, but that did kind of <laughs> sound like it, huh?
1: I like that though. I think it makes a lot of sense. I don't, recall a lot of what even I was saying in that episode I think the general track of that was just talking about reimmersing yourself like trying to get back up and into the college life I think we are so far removed from that now that it almost seems like those are three different people talking about college and not to say like we weren't just speaking you know we were just speaking off of how we experienced it so it's not like everything we thought was wrong like Mm -hmm. it was just how it was then I think now it is so different, so I definitely see why you would say that.
2: Is that the episode when we were speaking about imposter syndrome and mm-hmm. all that stuff? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, I would agree with that, um, just because we're these are things I felt, but once again, I didn't know how these things were really playing out in, in real life, and how they would Be, impact you on yeah, this day. Yeah. Exactly, and how because I'm just saying this is what it is and oh, Everybody has this because this is what happens when you go to a PWI. You're you're literally ignoring or you're you're taking more time away from doing the healing that you need to do. And I think that just around anxiety in general, I feel like I would like to have a different conversation about that because it really does look so different um for everybody Mm -hmm. and i think that i always knew oh you're anxious but i couldn't pinpoint any of it and to be honest i really probably tried to tell myself i wasn't like you know what i Mm -hmm. mean i probably tried to tell myself "Mm, you're really fine you just think Mm -hmm. you know you haven't had any real problems in life you've had good supportive parents You've done this, you've done that. And so mm, maybe you're just looking for a problem. But now, removed from that and just growing as a person, and I guess you could say as an adult, I realize, and we talk about this all the time, but it's not about minimizing your problems because somebody else has it worse than you. That That's honestly egotistic if, mm-hmm. <laughs> if I think about it. It really is in the slightest form, but it is because you're just not you're just avoiding dealing with your problems or or even trying to confront them or question do I have anything that I need to work on? And so I think in the last few years, maybe more in the last one year, I've been more intentional about that last six months. I've definitely been more intentional about that. Um, but to give a different twist to that because we're not gonna all say the same thing, <laughs> I think that, one of the other ones we talked about was relationships. Um, I was going to say that one, too. Dang it. <laughs> no, go ahead.
1: I think we're going to say different things.
2: Yeah, I just think that,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Not that children,
2: nice. <laughs> literally, what I think about the things we were talking about, I just think we had, first of all, all of our thoughts on relationships were way more in sync than they mm-hmm. are now. And sorry to cut you off, Demise talking about
1: our relationships episode, we called it It was called relationships, right? (laughs) Yeah. It was And that was our It's like when we really that was one of the first episodes we ever recorded. That was probably like the the second second or third episode. And that was our season one. So that's season one and now this is season four. So (laughs) the end of season four. So that was a really old episode.
2: Yeah, and I just think about how one I mean, just in these conversations that we had in the past, they were so undeveloped, they were just Really us rambling, and rambling. So I <laughs> think we would really benefit from having those conversations again, and specifically on the relationships one. I, As I was saying, I think our thoughts were so in sync before, and they're different now, and so we talk about it amongst each other, but I think in the podcast setting, it would be interesting to see what our differing opinions are on relationships or just, just like how... I don't know just how we (laughs) could compare that conversation to this one. Um, because sometimes I'll be thinking about it, I'm like, wow, like we really do really think differently. And one thing we say all the time is that like none of our type is the same. Like it's really not. And I think that it would really be interesting and fun to have that conversation again Mm -hmm. on the podcast.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And just to go off of that, I also think relationships We could definitely revisit that. I think it's a must. Like, we need to revisit that conversation. And there are so many directions that that conversation can go. Like, we can go literally any direction. There's so many hot topics now. Like, I go on Twitter every day. I see new things about relationships every single day. And so I think that. And also, um, kind of going to what you were just saying, we do all have different perspectives and different experiences with the relationships. And maybe not even romantic relationships, just like the dynamics within our own lives. So I think that might be interesting to go into as well. The type thing, that's completely true. (laughs) (laughs) It is so true. And I think we talk about this stuff a lot, but I feel like there's things that we don't talk about just because we don't necessarily plan to make it a discussion. And so Mm -hmm. I think that would be interesting to kind of visit. Or I don't even know if we, you know, to introduce into the dynamic we have with each other. So
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna say that I definitely think in that episode we were only focusing on one kind of relationship, which is a little naive because the term relationship could be related <laughs> to anyone. <laughs> but I think at the time we all had one thought in our head and we just really wanted to share our opinions on it. Mm-hmm. That we just sort of take took away from the fact that relationships are formed with everyone. And I I would like to explore just, I would like to explore that the different kinds of relationships because I also think that that can create a a deeper conversation. And even if we focused it on one type, the other ones play a big role. All of them are really connected because who you hang with, who you're with, you know, like all those things are intertwined. So the fact that we had that conversation only talking about one kind of relationship didn't even really make friend um make sense to me. But also I was thinking we had a conversation about friendship and. That's a relationship. (laughs) So I definitely think we had multiple conversations about relationships. I would like them to be put together and see how that kind of conversation goes.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um, Moving into a more fun, lighthearted question that should be interesting, because I feel like I don't really know what you guys are (laughs) going to say. What is something, and one of our audience members wanted to know, what is something that you enjoy doing that would come as a surprise or like people wouldn't expect? Tomorrow. <laughs> you want me to start? Yeah. I want you to start. Me? Because I think I know what you're going to say, but I'm not sure. I'll go after you. Uh, I got to think about this one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, Something
0: that I enjoy. Okay, I enjoy ASMR. It started forming into just like watching videos. I'm just a sound person. Like, I like the sound of certain things. And there's just this particular... Sound, I guess. (laughs) Just say (laughs) it. With like, uh, okay, have you guys seen those sponge videos (laughs) of people like squeezing sponges with soap? I like soap. I like the sound of like however, the foam and all that stuff. It just was like so calming. And I honestly didn't think I would get wrapped up into it, but it did. And I got into a rabbit hole and one thing led to another and now I own a car sponge. So that's (laughs) something that I've... I guess it's like a new interest that I have that I'm obviously not going to just share with anybody because that sounds crazy. Oh guys, I like sponges. I, wa- I like watching soap sponge videos. Um, but it just makes me feel like a kid sometimes. Like it makes me feel like I'm tapping into just like a messy kid kind of energy where I don't really care about things and it's soap, it's harmless and all that stuff. So anytime I'm feeling just kind of too serious in life, I just either watch one of those videos or I just do it myself and I always feel better. So yeah, that's me.
1: Yeah. I thought you were going to say that because (laughs) if you guys don't know, Brianna is very much like a kid at heart. I think you have a lot of hobbies, little hobbies, just little things you like to do that are kind of like child, like that definitely come from things in your childhood, I think. And so it's always interesting to uncover because sometimes I'll just be like, talking to her and she tells me a new thing and I'm like since when are you, are you talking about like, the karate thing <laughs> no I'm not oh, even talking about the like... karate thing I'm talking about what was it that you like to do like making the little oh mini sets yeah I still like <laughs> that, that and stuff interior,
2: <laughs> <laughs> dioramas like <All> right. <laughs> literally a
1: new hobby every day and for me I'll go I mean to keep like I think for me there's things that In terms of what people wouldn't expect, I think you, okay, so in terms of what you guys didn't expect, I like, okay, so (laughs) maybe you wouldn't call me a real Call of Duty player or whatever. Oh. Because (laughs) I don't really, like, I have a a PlayStation, but I don't really play on the PlayStation. I play mostly on my phone just because I'm bored, like, sometimes, and I'll play. And so, like, I'll be pulling on my phone to play Call of Duty, and then will be like, what do you do? Okay, so... Demaya, if I'm gonna explain her as opposed to Brianna, she's like the opposite. I feel like she's an old soul. Oh gosh, and I, so I, this she, is
2: such a bad look. Sometimes
1: <laughs> she hate, like she doesn't hate, but she just doesn't tap into childlike or like fun things as much as <laughs> Brianna does. And once again, I'm in the middle, so <laughs> I feel like when I pull out my phone, I'll be playing. She'd be like, "What are you doing? Like, you're really playing video games?" So I'm like, "Yeah, like." And I would say. Another thing that people wouldn't expect, honestly. I like kids' movies. Like that's not really something. No, that
0: is. <laughs> that
1: is. <laughs> she, oh yeah, she this is something. <laughs> this is something that Brianna, for some reason, is against. Um, I'm really into like old kid movies that I used to watch as a kid, and <laughs> I'll try to push my friends into watching movies like that, especially around the holiday season. So like, <laughs> around, I think ever since Halloween. I was trying to have us do this whole, like, oh, let's watch movies at Brianna's house, blah, blah, blah. Like, guys, let's watch all the Barbie movies together that I used to watch <laughs> as a kid. And they were completely turned off from the idea. And I knew Demaya wouldn't be into it. Like, I already knew. But then to have Brianna turn around the train. <laughs> she said, Brianna? The child herself? <laughs> I was just shocked. I was like, what's wrong with that? And I feel like they were really surprised because I seem pretty, like, serious and not really about stuff like that. But... I just enjoy movies, like I enjoy childhood movies, like I don't know. I enjoy
0: childhood movies too. It's just the Barbie one that threw me for a loop. Anything else, like you want to watch a Disney movie? Okay, but she's like, oh my God, like you know the Barbie. I was
2: like, it lost me. Almost did not feel real coming from Maharo. That is, but. to both of you guys' weird obsessions, to be honest. <laughs> weird, obsessions? weird obsessions. Weird obsessions. Now what are you about to say? No, for lack of better words, just saying that. This is oh. how I'm this is how we <laughs> processing it. I honestly find myself getting so pissed off sometimes. <laughs> like when Brianna <laughs> When she's when she's going, we're having a good time together, and she goes down a rabbit hole <laughs> on her phone, and I look over and she's watching these soap videos. I'm like, what? And then we'll be on we'll be on a group call, and Mahal will be on like Call of Duty. Her and Jay will be talking. I'm like, are they serious? And so when I call you guys out on it, I'm just like, maybe I should dial that back a little bit. Like, this is not your life, Demi. Let them do it, like, <laughs> because they really like it. So let them do them. But it's just funny that you guys are saying that because I'm just like, what is the common thread here? I get annoyed.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But what's yours? Because I'm really, that's, I don't honestly know what
2: yours would be. I feel like, to be honest, I haven't even had that much alone time. Like, like, lately, I don't really feel like I have that much alone time. Um, But when I do have alone time, it's mostly in the car. So that's when I'll be driving, mm-hmm. I'll be blasting music, I'll be singing to the top of my lungs. And sometimes <laughs> it's just like I'm i am the only person that really exists and I'll be singing to the top of my lungs, rapping. It doesn't even matter. It might be gospel, it might be <laughs> Afrobeats, it might be anything. That is surprising. I feel like for
1: us, I think that's surprising because Adamaya isn't the type to do that when we're there. So for you, yeah, I her can't music even, be low.
0: I don't even imagine her blasting the music in the car because she be having a volume. It's on. Eh. Un- you never
1: want to be like we'll be in the car and she be like, "Who's gonna be in the ox?" It's her car. I'm like, "Yeah, you can't be." But she she does not like that stuff. No, so. I don't like. It is surprising to imagine you like screaming to the lyrics. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, I driving. don't. I don't like being on.
2: But I like being on the ox when I'm alone, and like that's why a lot of times when somebody will be like oh are you going grocery shopping like my dad for example when none of you guys are coming or (laughs) when somebody's like i want to go i'm like i could go by myself just (laughs) because that's going to be my opportunity to blast that music to drive (laughs) and then sometimes i come back into reality i'm like i'm out of like what if this person is just (laughs) like laughing at me or sees me going off but that's something that i really enjoy doing it's just so fun to be honest I tried it once, and it didn't work. I feel like it's more comfortable when you're on a road that you know. Like, going to from Springfield to Whole Foods,
1: you I could that ride that road
2: with my freaking eyes shut. So <laughs> I just have to, you know, pay attention, make sure there's no police around, but <laughs> I could get in that zone. Yeah. And I really do, because that's really a lot. These days, it's really the only alone time that I do have. So mm. I just try to, like... Let, let let. (laughs) loose. She's like, so when she comes around, she can, oh, why are you guys
0: doing that?
1: (laughs) Right, judge us, but you were just screaming in your car. (laughs) But anyway, we're going to move into the next question. So I'm going to combine two questions. One person wanted to know, why did you guys really start the podcast? And somebody else wanted to know, can you see yourself podcasting for life? Or just, I'm assuming they mean like, you know, for years to come. So who wants to start? I can start. Wait, what was the first question? The first question was, why did you really start a podcast?
0: Because my friends are doing it. And if Mm. my friends are going to do something, I'm going to do it too. (laughs) No, uh, I started a podcast. I started podcasting, well, because it just morphed into, it actually did morph into us having the same kind of grief, or I guess annoyance in college with not being able to talk to people. And my expectation of college was that first year I was going to meet a lot of people. I was going to get into a lot of stuff and I would have like my year to just kind of explore and reinvent myself, whatever. And I realized that I was actually more anxious going to school by myself than I thought. And so it was like a breath of fresh air when we all magically ended up in the same school together (laughs) because the financial aid aid (laughs) led it to be that way, um, so when we got there and we realized and i realized even when i tried to explore on my own it, it didn't feel the same and it didn't feel as organic and so i just found myself falling right back to the people that i was with in high school and so when i found out they actually felt the same way i'm like oh so like it's not just me okay i thought i had some social issues or something but <laughs> like now i realize these people just aren't on my level <laughs> but
2: no that's um, what we used to <laughs> <that's> <laughs> Nobody's at our
0: level. We, like. I just realized it was just the type of conversations that we were used to having wasn't the kind of conversation you have as a freshman in college who's just trying to have fun. And so a few conversations here and there. And the idea of a podcast came up, which I honestly don't even know where it came up from. Me either. I think we
1: have to give credit to somebody who's not one of us. Yeah, because- One of our other friends. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. it was
0: somebody else. Sam, if
1: you're listening, thank you for that. That was all you.
0: And so we just was like, yeah, let's do it. And I think one night, we actually tried recording ourselves- um, A couple times. A couple times. It was just like, guys, let's just turn the corner on, turn your phone upside down, and let's talk, and then we'll hear it back in the morning and see how we sound. And it was actually really funny, and I think that it just- once we just started doing it, and I was oh, I was excited because I'm like, oh, I can play with tech stuff, and da da da, I could tap into this and tap into that. I think it just it just kept going. Now I really didn't think it was going to last very long in the beginning because obviously I'm a results person and I didn't see no results. So mm-hmm. I was just like, Oh, okay, this is something we do for fun, but I'm not expecting it to build and, and grow into like a huge thing. Like I was content with it just being our podcast and like people hear it on Spotify and stuff like that. That's great. Um, but to the question of whether I can see myself doing this for the rest of my life. Yeah, I actually do because it's an outlet now. And I feel like I'm not as worried about, I don't know, like, confining myself to one opinion or not learning from other people and even just the idea of having guests and talking to people and getting to know people from all over the place it's exciting and I mean when I'm up and successful and I don't really have to work (laughs) this is this this is the stuff that I would prefer to do so yeah I see myself doing it for a very long time
2: I mean I would agree just with that doing it for a long time I think it's become something that's feels so organic now, and it's way easier than it used to be because, like we always talk about, we're constantly learning. And I think that we've learned enough to the point where we could just be comfortable podcasting. Um, So I think I could do it because there's really always something to talk about. There's always a story to tell. Um, There's always some way to help someone else. So Mm -hmm. I think for those reasons, I could see myself doing for years to come. Um, but Brianna already told the story of why we started it as a collective. Um, but something else that kind of, now that I think back on it, that was going through my mind in our freshman year, everybody was trying to get Instagram famous. Everybody was creating YouTube channels and I just used to think a YouTube channel No, like, (laughs) that's not me. That's not any of my, like, I don't think that would be any of my friends. We're not going to create a friend group YouTube channel and do, like, dumb challenges or, like, Mm. go up to people in the dining hall. What do you want to
0: tell Joe Byron
2: right now? (laughs) Yeah, or film parties because we barely went to, like, we barely went to parties. We Mm. don't have content like that. So I always knew that there was a lane for us to be in, but I didn't know what it was because it wasn't, I'm not an Instagram model. I'm not a YouTuber, funny YouTuber. And so then when the idea of podcasts um, came up, nobody around, nobody on campus that we knew of at the time was really doing a podcast. And I thought that just spoke to how unique kind of like we were. Uh, how unique of an experience we were having, and I was like, "Wow! Like this is our lane—a podcast. Nobody's doing this." Mm-hmm. Um. So once that idea came up, and I don't think I ever listened to those conversations that we recorded because I think they were on Brianna's phone. Yeah, I was. So- <laughs> I I have no idea what those conversations were, but I think Brianna, she kind of played those videos back and she was just giving us feedback and she was like, "Oh, like guys, we we got it." So I was like, "Okay, good. We it got it." It was our really lane.
0: funny. Like, honestly, I wish I could find them. <laughs> <laughs> just even trying to figure out why let's, we're so connected. Let's <laughs> not <move> even <laughs> right?
1: It Go was hilarious, players. bro. It was actually hilarious. <laughs> I think um Just to kind of give a different answer because, obviously, I agree. I would do podcasts for as long as I could stand to do them. Um, (laughs) I think my reason is the same as your reasons, but also, just adding on to that, when we came to campus, like you were saying, you were happy, Brianna, you were happy about us being able to connect and be there for each other on campus where we felt like we didn't really know anybody and we couldn't find our kind of people. I think... You would have thought that we were already these, like, best friends from high school because if you guys don't know right now, we all – well, I met them in high school. But we all went to high school together, um, met in high school, went to college together. I think
2: – Lifelong been, friends. Right. <laughs> Get uh, um, aunts to our child, our, <laughs> our children. <laughs> you know, this is
1: sidetracked, but, you know, I think our 10-year anniversary is coming up pretty soon. Really? If it's not – it's, like, in the next It's two, in the next years, two years, I would yeah. say.
0: Because 13.
1: Crazy. And then 13. Well, when I met you, what's seventh grade? That's 13, right? That's, like, 12, I think. Different anniversaries, but I feel yeah. like you could do one big thing. Mm-hmm. For it. But anyway, back to the topic. I, I would say that we weren't, like, as close as we could have been. Like, I don't even think we were real best friends, even moving into the freshman year of college. I feel like. We were the closest friends that we had, that each of us had, but we weren't that close emotionally. And I think we all seem very logical. And I would say I seem very logical, but I'm I feel like I'm purely emotional in terms of how I respond to how things make me feel and like just how I move. Mm-hmm. And so I think when we started recording ourselves having these kind of deeper conversations, I just think the impact that had on me was like significant and I felt different in terms of okay, like these people are really important to me, and, like, this friendship is worth, you know, valuing and holding on to, and so I think when we kept having those conversations, and we were like, oh, we could record this, and it could impact other people, I think that was kind of the selling point for me, Mm. opposed to, like, what I could see in terms of our our brand, or whatever, like, you know, I think that was, like, yeah, like, I really want to be part of this, and I want to keep having this type of stuff, and so I think that's my reason,
2: but. I know. (laughs) Gotcha. she said she's emotional but guys okay but i she's think she's internally emotional she's emotional behind closed doors but if i could shed a tear right now like i really would because that she was said if I could that tear was right sweet
0: no that, that was well
2: said Mahara's away a way with words man it just makes things sound it's, better that's why you gotta look out that's why you <laughs> gotta look out i mean i'm not gonna say anything yet but,
1: <laughs> so this one one person wants to know has the podcast changed the way you guys, or we, see each other, and if so, how? Then This is kind of going on to what I just said, isn't it? Yeah,
0: I mean, to sum it up, we just learn more about each other in the process. and I mean, you guys obviously can add on. I'm not, like, summing it and saying next question, but definitely think that we just uncovered a lot of things about each other in this process, even, like, the worries and the concerns and going through the ups and downs of building a business and not knowing whether your friendship will take the hit for that process. Which we thought it Which we thought it did. <laughs> I and mean, it did. It did. Yeah, it did. And and I think that even in that moment, you have to just keep thinking back, like, okay, like you have to keep reminding yourself, like, this is a friendship at the end of the day. Like, our, is our friendship going to be okay? Is our friendship- and I think that that forced us to start to separate, in a sense, like, business from your relationships. Um, And so I definitely think that in terms of like our dynamic and and sort of our friendship and the way that we viewed each other
2: in the beginning, I think it's evolved a lot.
1: Mm -hmm. I think that sums it up pretty well. Do
2: you want to say anything else to that one? Yeah, and I would say, guys, we don't just get on the podcast and have conversations. We actually talk all day all the time every day is a new conversation with us and so i think that for the sake of getting on tape audio whatever you want to call it um we're forced to kind of share another side with each other that we don't do um when we're just in the moment having the conversations so i think that's one of the things that i appreciate as well because sometimes um, if we have a conversation and we're like, let's bring this to the podcast, I'm really worried that we're going to be repeating and re- rephrasing things it's that we said. It's not going to be fun for yeah. us to, you know. Exactly. But every time it's something new and every time it's a good conversation. And so I think that that's one of the things that, uh, what do they say, brings our f- Changes the way we see each other. Yeah, Yeah. changes the way we see each other. And then to the point that Brianna was just making about our friendship, I think ever since having that falling out, (laughs) that blow-up, which was really not that dramatic, but it really was. It felt like
0: it, though. yeah, Yeah,
2: but, I mean, I think I downplayed things a lot. It was dramatic. But I think since then, we've really done a really great job with balancing okay when is this a friendship moment when is this a podcast moment when can the two come together and I'm really so appreciative for that because I think that in the last or over the course of season four I think that's how much creativity and how much more juices are flowing and how much more optimism we've had because we're learning that there can be a balance there can be a separation. And if we want to do this, there's no choice but to work towards it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, 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 don't know if I've ever told you guys that, but I was thinking about it maybe a week or two ago. I'm like, wow, we've come so far from that. It's like it's probably come up a few times,
1: honestly. <laughs> I think, yeah. I, I also think that um, it's because I feel like we're revealing a lot. Maybe our audience might not be aware of about ourselves or like our dynamic. I think we can be pretty intense in terms of how we treat not the friendship, but more so just what we need to do. And like, I feel like Rigid. So, Yeah. <laughs> a po- the podcast, like you would think it's our main goal, but I feel like we all have a lot of goals that we all want to achieve. And so we want to make sure we're keeping each other on that. And so it can be very intense in terms of we need to do this, you know, and I think that could be the source of a lot of our kind of, frustrations with ourselves and each other and it all would just pile up i think we need to definitely bring that up again in our transparent fully full transparency i don't know if we've really talked about our bump in the road i think that that. was
2: was that I think it was still fresh. That's why. Yeah, Yeah, I don't (laughs) think it was. It was right when we got. It was right
0: when we got right over that hill. I think because in that time period is after.
1: Yeah, we like talked through it, and I think like no one wanted to just bring it back up. Like, let's be honest, guys. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I think just moving forward, I feel like that was a really. I was gonna say before I even say that, I was gonna say. It's changed the way – being part of the podcast with you guys has changed, like, how I see our weaknesses. I think it's hard to kind of just notice weaknesses out of people and friendships unless you guys are all working towards a goal and then noticing – Weaknesses reflected in yourself. So it's like, I'm frustrated that they're doing this, but I'm frustrated that I'm not doing it. Mm. You know, it really does become kind of like a mirror to each other's weaknesses and stuff. Yeah. And I feel like that's, <laughs> that's you where. You see, it,
0: way with words. I'm oh sick of gosh. you, man. I'm tired of
1: it because I'm like, where did she just come <laughs>
0: up with this, huh? That's
1: where it would come, like, that's where things would blow up. And even the way we blew up isn't the way, like, normal people blow up. Like, it's just kind of like, you know. <laughs> on the outside, people be like, what is wrong with these people? I think ultimately, like you guys have both said, that was an opportunity for us to grow, and we have grown. And so moving forward, I think there could be more bumps. Like, I'm not encouraging, you know, but I'm saying there could be more moments where we could, like, hit a bump and grow from it rather than just kind of, like,
2: stay, you know, stay mm-hmm. on the same course, I think. It's impossible at this point. Yeah, that's true. It's very impossible. And I think that it's definitely impossible because our friendship, it has substance already. So (laughs) we talk about this all the time, but sometimes Mahal and I are like, in terms of myself, how much more can I grow? Literally, (laughs) I say that every time, like, I feel like I'm so
1: grown and mature, and then the next year, I'm like, I was just a child. Like, I didn't know anything, and Mm -hmm. I'm like...
2: Yeah, so I feel like it's the same thing with the friendship because every part of our friendship is, like, genuine and intentional, so there's no way for it to stay the same.
1: Yeah, that's true. Unfortunately, I think that's all the questions we should answer today. I think we will continue the series, by the way. Um, If you guys haven't seen our posts already... There might be a new graphic by the time this video releases or is released, but we will keep this Q&A segment a thing moving forward in season five, and so look out for that next year. But other than that, I think it's time to close. Do you guys have any last
2: remarks or anything like that to say? This is, what, New Year's Eve that this is coming out? So we have a big announcement. Brianna already mentioned it, but we're very excited about it. So definitely look out for it and understand the amount of hard work and passion that's been going into it. That's all I'm going to say for now. <laughs> I thought she was about to I'm say like, I'm Are like, you <laughs> gonna say I think there's more for us to iron out. Yeah. But I just think, okay, what I will say is this is what's really going to make us blow up. This right here is what's going to make <laughs> us blow up. It's like so, um, And it's really going to be something good for Springfield, I know, um, and just for the, the soul of Springfield because a lot of times it's really lacking. And so I think that we've been longing to do something and we, we want to do something to uplift our community and promote, I don't know, positivity, collaboration, all the good things. So this is definitely going to be that but stay tuned for that
0: okay. okay with that being said make sure you follow us on Instagram at she thinks pod subscribe to our YouTube channel she thinks she knows podcast and our Facebook she thinks she knows podcast uh, and look out for more content coming soon we love you guys thank you and bye 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 bye